Hello, and welcome to another episode of Loku's Talking. This is Mr. Ho speaking, and here today I have a very special guest with me. His name is Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. Nice to see you again. Thanks for、uh, visiting again. I know、um, you've had visited me two months ago, and we actually talked about this podcast. And I am glad that you're willing to come and be a guest in my in our、uh, podcast. Yeah, from the beginning, I had faith in the idea and the podcast that it would work. So I'm glad to be here. Actually, to tell you a little story, it's actually、uh, Jonathan and Brian who came up with this idea of look who's talking. And later on in our other episodes, I'll explain to you what the logo actually means and the、uh, details that goes with that. But、um, thank you, Jonathan, for coming here、um, to visit me. Just before you head to university. Yeah, that's right. You know, another year has passed, and it's time to go back to school. And、uh, you know, going into third year, things have gotten easier, and I'm starting to like university more. And、uh, yeah, just、uh, looking forward to get another year done. Well,、um, this is the focus of our episode, and、uh, it's our our target is maybe talk about、um, or asking you, Jonathan. Um, your experience with university, the transition from high school to university, and、uh, just talk it out and how you feel about that, because I know many of our audience uh, uh, would like to know about the transition of high school to university. So, what's the biggest thing you remember about high school? So, starting off in high school, I knew right away from grade nine and ten that I wanted to get into something along the lines of Canadian World Studies. Uh, geography, history, political science—all that sort of stuff—and it is stuff that I'm even doing now in university. And looking back at it now,、uh, I can critique some of it.、Uh, looking as where, from where I started to now, and that has to deal with mainly grade ten, where we do the half credit of civics and half credit of careers, and how that. Half a credit is absolutely not enough for young adults coming,、uh, starting high school, to gain a full understanding of how we elect our politicians, how our government functions,、uh, what being left, right, and center on the political spectrum means, what someone believes in, all that type of. St- Things that are absolutely crucial for someone to gain an understanding of at that age, and that looking back at it now, if if only it was a full credit course, I would feel satisfied that people would gain a more fuller understanding of our institute, government, and、uh, electoral institutions. And I think I would、uh, agree as a teacher myself, looking at our Ontario curriculum. And looking at all the courses that has to deal with civics,、um, the how our government works, and maybe even、um, what we do in elections, and what the、uh, constituencies are, and what uh, what uh, electoral—I、um, uh, was going to say electoral college, but it's not because that's in the states. But many many、uh, students, I believe, are confused about that because most of the time when we watch TV, we hear、um, U.S. election, we hear Canadian election, and 
I know I remember from my grade 10 history class that our two systems are very very different and you know Jonathan spoke a little bit about how we as uh, students um, in Ontario only have this half credit course. Um, did you enjoy your half credit course Jonathan when you were in, in high school? The half credit civics. civics class it was probably one of my favorite classes out of my entire high school career. Uh, teacher was fantastic. Are we allowed to name names here? Uh, let's try to keep the we'll names keep the out, names but, out of it. Yeah, but he he was fantastic. The way that he explained the political spectrum and how the electoral process works, how we come to form a government. In that half credit course, he absolutely gave us our money's worth. That I can't deny. But if perhaps another teacher was teaching that half credit course. I would feel confident that uh, those students are not getting the fullest out of it. Yeah, I'm sure that there are many um, students who appreciate your Teacher X, we'll call him Teacher X. Okay. But at the same time, um, the other half, I believe, is the careers course. And I believe uh, now it's is still being taught by the guidance counselors that are at our school. How did you feel about the careers course? Was that helpful to you at all? Uh, right off the bat, I'm gonna say no, uh, considering the fact that when we start that course, they make you do this computer program where you answer a few of the questions. And well, let's just say after that survey was done, my top choice was meteorologist, which I think is hilarious considering I know nothing of the weather or science in general. Now, I know that um, careers for me was also, well, it was okay. and. I have to say, at in grade 10, you're really trying to figure out where you, your interests are. And I think it's a little bit early for to me, like in my opinion, to have careers in grade 10 because you're still figuring out you know, what you like and what you don't like. So in terms of career path, yeah, I give you a glimpse, but you know, I hope that maybe it would have been done every year. Like if every year there was a little course on where your, uh, where your careers will be, um, I think it would be better uh, at, in Ontario, uh, at least for the course purpose of our course. Especially, especially in the first two years of high school in grade 9 and 10, most of the courses that we're required to take revolve around the heavy influence of math and science, and only being exposed to like heavy subjects like that, uh, it sort of limits what you're exposed to in terms of what you want to do in your future and when you go into careers because once you start hitting grades 11 and 12 then you're exposed to the multitude of classes that they have especially in the Canadian World Studies Department because I was fortunate enough to be able to take classes like American History and Politics in grades 11 and 12 and those are classes that still have an influence on me today and honestly I'm just disappointed that classes like that are not offered at an earlier grade in grades 9 and 10. Um, Jonathan, it's interesting because you seem like uh, to be heading towards the the politics, the Canadian World Studies area, but you also took courses in business because that's how I know you as a student. I remember you participate in our uh, the competitions and DECA, and you took my accounting course. How come you went to that stream as well? 
Well, originally, before I was really exposed to the Canadian World Studies uh, department, I did have a passion for business. I wanted to get into marketing, and then uh, accounting came up. Uh, It's also in the family business accounting. But uh, there's something about politics and history, uh, wanting a better world, wanting to make a change in the world, that just, it spoke to me. And in business, I'm not able to, you know for the most part do that but in the political realm at least I can uh, express my ideas and my beliefs in a more effective manner well thank you for uh, sharing that now uh, moving on to our next uh, big topic which is um, transition transitioning from high school to university now I know it has been maybe two years since uh, you graduated from high school um, if you can recall like what was it like uh, if you can tell our fellow students here well towards the end of grade 12 I, I had a, I was working at Freshco uh, I was you know the excitement of picking universities I had applied to University of Ottawa, I applied to York, and I applied to University of Toronto. I got accepted to all three, but all I, from what I can recall, the my only concern wasn't about which university, to, the one that I would choose would be out of convenience in terms of location, but uh, more about the opportunities that I would be given and the programs, and... It, I, it was an extremely hard decision for myself and also my family, me leaving them, moving to a city that's a five-hour drive away. It's not exactly close, but as soon as I got accepted, I got my acceptance letter from the University of Ottawa, I knew that that was where I was meant to go. Yeah, I know that because uh, University of Ottawa is, like you said, five hours away, unlike maybe Waterloo or McMaster, where it's, uh, you know, two hours away, two and a half hours away. That's quite a distance, and I'm sure um, that has the program of your choice. Um, Not a lot of people actually go to University of Ottawa. Can you maybe, for a brief moment, tell us a little bit about the university life of U Ottawa? Uh, sure. Uh, f- so first of all, I live off of residence. Uh, I invested in property off residence. Uh, so I don't really, uh, I'm not really accustomed to the residence life in terms of living on residence. Um, but in terms of what I've seen of the University of Ottawa life, it's fairly mellow. It's not ex- very exciting. Uh, the University of Ottawa is an older institution the oldest institution in Canada a lot of the buildings are for the most part run down they're not maintained very nicely and uh, the students the, the campus uh, for the most part I find that the people are very dull and they're not uh, they're not they don't have that uh, ex- energy they don't have that energy that personality that that personality that you could just go up to them and approach them and ask them how they are I don't feel that sort of vibe on univer- on campus, and instead I feel this very cold and mean uh, essence. 
Oh well, I thank you for sharing. Um, again, uh, for audiences out there, that's uh, Jonathan's view. Uh, for those of you that have, may have siblings that go to uh, University of Ottawa, you can definitely um, maybe have other viewpoints. But you know, certain people have different viewpoints about uh, university, and um, uh, don't like I said, uh, don't take his word for it. Don't take my word as the gospel truth. These are just the experiences that I've had that I put in relation to experiences that I've had here in Toronto and correct and it's the same experience that uh, if you ask me uh, as uh, as I uh, you heard me mr. Ho talk about the other uh, in my other episodes about going to University of Toronto uh, downtown University of Toronto I made very little friends because uh, at the commerce program that I graduated from many um, students are like uh, we're in competition to be to be uh, frank, we're in competition with each, each other for the top mark, for the top jobs, and for top roles and stuff like that. So I made very little genuine friends. And for that reason, I myself, because I had to commute um, back home as well, to commute for me, because my parents, I lived with my parents and they lived in uh, North Scarborough. The commute was a good hour, hour and a half. So for me to to have the university life was very little for me but other friends of mine that went to Queen's Commerce uh, Queen's University they had a, a good university life with them so you know take our word for it as um, as a point of view um, yep. and then don't take yeah I think about uh, different people have different experiences it depends on your character as well that's right uh, moving on to our next um, topic of transition is um, Jonathan I know being in the University of Ottawa and being five hours away you have to live on your own how was that because I remember you you still live in with uh, your family when you're in high school how was that living on your own yeah ever since I was born I've always been with my family and the family is one of the most important things to me and for me to leave them was probably one of the hardest things I had to do because I didn't know anything outside of my family. Whenever I did something, it was with a family member. Whenever I went somewhere, it was with a family member. So this was the first time in my life where I said, okay, it's time for me to go make something in my life. So I went to Ottawa, I went by myself, and for the first year there, the first semester, it was, it was brutal. It was eye-opening. Of course, because you have to do everything yourself. You, you gotta learn to cook for yourself, cooking. laundry, clean. It's it's a whole new challenge. And even when you're sick, you don't have mom bringing your medicines up. That's you, right. You, you gotta, gotta go to the drugstore and buy your medicine for yourself. So you know, everyone is has their own experience. And Jonathan, it looks like you were able to manage on your own then. Yeah, uh, first year was difficult, but going into second year. Uh, things were getting better. It wasn't more about the loneliness. It was more uh, a homesickness. Like, I'll be honest with everybody here. There were nights when I called my mom crying because I missed home that ba- that much. Probably because as you think you are a really macho person or you are a strong woman. Yeah. At one point in time when you have your up moments or your down moments or when you have joyous moments where you want to share or when you have down times when you got a really bad mark on your exam or assignment you want to share with someone and at times there is no 
no no one around to share that thing with. That has to be one of the worst feelings I've ever experienced. Me bringing me receiving a mark on an essay that I'm not happy with and only being able to talk to my mom over the phone about it and I can't she's not there to go through it with me and she's there to, you know, help me get through it. It's me on my own. So, our um next transition of topic will be on whether or not there are All right, so our next topic of transition would be um, people. Um, as Jonathan had mentioned, going to university, you don't not only meet people in your class, your same age, your same religion. You meet a whole bunch of different people, different background, cultural background, upbringing, different religions, different genders now. Um, any comments on that, Jonathan? Yeah, I've had a lot of experiences with all of that. Religion, you know, especially coming from a Catholic high school, to go to university and your experience to uh, Muslims that are in full hijabs, kneecaps. Uh, it's... Uh, different, eh? It's different. It's not what I was accustomed to, even elementary school, uh, a Catholic school again. Uh, and just to, to switch that is very different. It's, a, it's, it's different. And um, even, like you said, with the genders, I've also experienced that. Because now that uh, there are apparently... you know uh, Multiple gender multiple roles. Multiple gender roles. I can recall in first year when I had a reading group and I went and we were put into partners. And the partner that I had... Uh, we started working together and the, my partner said, okay, I have to go to the bathroom. But before she had, actually, I shouldn't say she, when we first introduced each other, she, the person, the person asked me to use them as the pronoun they, hmm. not a he, not a she. So then that they went to the bathroom and when the TA, uh, the teaching assistant, came and asked, where's your partner? I said, I, I said, they went to the washroom. Very funny. Very interesting to Just know. Just being never exposed to that before, it was, again, different. Yeah, because um, right now, especially if you are, you know, at the same school in your community, and let's face it, your graduating class only has... 300 other students who are with you and to be exposed to the entire world actually because um, especially for you Jonathan at the University of, Tor um, of Ottawa there are or Toronto or uh, Wallu or McMaster there are many people coming from multiple countries provinces schools or whatnot that they may not really be the person who they genuinely are and maybe you have had experience of uh, people being not so genuine in your friendship have you have any experience with that yeah i've met people uh, international students and if i'm being honest most of the people that i've met that go to the university of ottawa aren't actually from ottawa they're from all over the place i've met people from pei i've met people from vancouver i've met people from manitoba people from saudi arabia i've met people from wherever some of them are nice and some of them are absolute scum of the earth uh well i 
I don't blame you for saying that because even when I was in university and like I mentioned uh, earlier, um, commerce students are cutthroat. You want my notes? No, I'm not going to give right, it to you. That's right, because they are in competition with you. There's only a handful of jobs, and they're not going to take all 600 of you. And so, you know, there are some people who I've met in university that are in year three, year four university that they will say they will give share notes, and then once I share, they stop talking to you or they ignore you. That's an interesting point because I've I have had experience with that just this past semester. I've met a I've met a couple of friends. They were nice to me, whatever. Then they started asking for notes, sharing the notes. They said, "Okay, well, you know, uh let's just create a Google Doc and we'll all work on the notes from the lecture." They never showed up to any of those lectures. On occasion they did. I can't blame them for that, but most of them they did not. Then when it came time for handing in an assignment, one of them asked me to send my assignment to them so he could see how I was formatting it. And sometimes, uh, you know what, even uh, it, at the high school level, as a teacher myself, I know that there are you know students out there who are very giving and they like to share and they like to pass on because they are the person to, to do the notes because the person just simply uh, is organized with notes and people get it off him or her and unfortunately then um, the person would use the notes or use the assignment tweak it a little bit and then hand it in well what they don't realize is the marker being you know very unique in in your style of writing in your comments in the in the arguments that you make will actually we can actually connect the dots of who you got it from not that you want to sh not that you don't want to share but you want to share with caution is what i want to say that's right listen getting expelled is not worth helping out you know a person that's only a part you know essentially part-time university student it's not worth me getting expelled and for for that reason i think uh, many of us will um will appreciate you jonathan for sharing all the stories the many stories that you have with oh us. i still got one the best one. Oh come on let's, uh, let's hear it before we Th end the this show this is probably iconic because you will never hear this anywhere else now listen throughout my entire life people have said i'm an entertaining character however you want to put it i'm it but the one thing that if you ask 100 people to describe, use one word to describe me, the one word you will not hear is liar. What you hear from me are my personal experiences. I have no intentions of misleading and telling anything other than what I've experienced in life because I cannot make this stuff up. First year, second semester, I was going to my history class and... Because I was a nice guy and it was the winter time and the floors were slippery, whatever, me being the gentleman and scholar that I am, I decided to hold the door open for this uh, woman, this girl that was walking behind me. So I'm holding the door open. I'm like, there you go. Can I swear on this? Uh, we'll, uh, we'll okay. leave that thing okay, out. Okay, I'll leave it out. We'll beep but it. <laughs> she, oh, you'll beep it? No, I won't beep okay, it. Okay, I'm low tax. She called me a sexist. Beep. beep. Yeah. Um, I was shocked. I had no words. I guess common courtesy is dead. 
And, you know, being a young man on university, at least the University of Ottawa, is a scary time because if you say something to somebody, and it might not even be something controversial, it might not even be something radical, but these people that, I don't want to call them, you know, mentally ill or... uh, Weird weird or or, uh, different. Challenged, however you want to call it. Um, I was just appalled. I mean, I've never experienced something like that before for doing a good deed. Because my parents raised me with the... You know, with the mindset of being a gentleman. When you're out in public, you show respect to everybody. You be mindful of people. You don't raise your voice. You don't do anything that's going to ruin someone's day. And that is a mindset that I still have to this day. And when I see things like that, when people react that way to me, I'm just shocked. It almost makes makes me lose hope over the goodness of humankind I remember in high school grade 12 religion they made us do an assignment uh, answering the question a one paragraph assignment with a question saying do you have faith in the goodness of humanity I remember my religion teacher had to talk to me afterwards because of my assignment because I said no there I have no uh, humanity is inherently evil people are there to Let's put it like this. If somebody will screw you over to advance their own life and their own goals, they will do it and don't think they won't. And uh, And that ties into what you were saying about fake people. They'll use you. As a teacher uh, working at the school, I I can say that this also happens. Um, I worked at a bank before, uh, before I became a teacher. And in the corporate world, um, it's even more cutthroat. And people will... Um, advance by climbing over you or will advance by by using you as their pond and as as their pond so think about um, the friends that you meet in university Um, Jonathan has shared many things with us today so thank you very much many negative but I'm here as a watchman and to warn you just not to trust everybody because People are facetious, and and you know you 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 think about the, the people that have um, been through it, and maybe by listening to it, you might not get it, you might not understand it, you might not experience it. But I'm sure one day, if you are ever caught in that situation, you will remember us or Jonathan with his words, and hopefully you will only make several of these mistakes because. Um, whenever you you make a mistake you might think about it and then and then you might you might learn from it so well this is a good episode with uh jonathan a former student at our school and uh we um at looks who's talking will wish you all the best in your third year is it third year third year third year and i know you are um you applied to co-op and are getting co-op experience from your university that's right i applied for co-op last year didn't get in but i worked harder uh second year got my grade point average up and they actually offered me a co-op position very good and co-op positions are the best positions to get in because you get a work experience you get a little bit of money you get exposure you write on your resume that you actually have work experience not just volunteer experience that's right and i was actually talking to colleagues of mine and other students 
saying uh, going to other universities that their volunteer experience and their work anything that that is pertains within the university uh the thing that is unique to the university of ottawa is that on the back of your diploma is a list of all of your volunteer experience and co-op experience that you've done affiliated through the university and that's something that you can't get at university of toronto wow that's uh very that's my first time hearing so thank you for sharing and like i said any experience is good now not to say i might add oh we're getting on and on with this episode but i think these are good um reflections when i went to university you know um mr ho went to U of T uh ramen commerce i didn't have a co-op uh there wasn't a pro- co-op program there but i worked at the bank uh it was merrill lynch uh, investment banking uh many years ago when it was in canada then it became uh cibc so I worked there every summer and through these experiences I met a lot of people I learned how the corporate world works um, the workplace became also a learning environment for me because um, you actually see what they do so I did accounting I did a little bit of finance you actually see how these numbers run right and you see uh, my boss and my managers and and the directors they have meetings every now and then and we will have corporate events so these corporate directors will um, address the the employees and the crowd and will make uh, some leadership comments and things like that so you know you work because that's practical and you know take every opportunity you can just like how Jonathan did to engage yourself in work experience co-op experience whatever experience you have because Think about this. By the end of May, I think, in university, you basically is done with the year. And you don't start until September. So you think May, June, July, August, and then sometimes you don't even start until third week of September. So all the four months that you have, make use of it. And with that being said, thank you very much, Jonathan. Again, we wish you the best of luck at you, Ottawa, and the co-op experience. And until next time at Look Who's Talking, we will chat again. So here, signing off from Toronto, Mr. Ho and... The Mooch! Thank you very much.